Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? Welcome, one and all, to the latest R-rated, as if they weren't already, episode of the, of the Real Flicks podcast. <laughs> the only difference this week is that instead of just saying naughty words, we'll be saying naughty words while stabbing each other, I assume. Yes. Multiple times in the chest. Can we agree on the, on the ground rules? No, no messing with the face. Keep it torso or legs only. I mean, all of my attacks are going to be just through your mouth like you did in the movie. <laughs> By the way, we should note, Cody, welcome back. Uh, you had a pretty oh, yeah, thrilling. You hit a, no, you hit a pretty thrilling last uh, last week working for Price Waterhouse Coopers at the Academy Awards. So how'd that go, Cody? Do any any notable stories? Uh, already, so. <clears throat> Weren't you in charge of like envelopes or something like that? Uh, um, I, I shouldn't. Um, <clears throat> okay, guys, good episode. I'll see you later. Uh, <laughs> You think you'll be back next year, or they have not? They have not uh, probably <laughs> not. No, that's well. Don't worry about it. It's, you know, it's, I'm choosing not to come back, though. No, <laughs> it's your it's your choice. I you you can't fire me. I quit. That whole <laughs> adage, yeah. But firing gets you gets you comp pay. So who knows? Uh, how's everybody doing? And by everybody, pretty good. Yeah, great. Pretty good. Good. Be happy. Is every is has this week been everything that you wanted it to be? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. In a week, just trying to dig deep. What What are your What are your goals? What How can you achieve your hierarchy of needs according to Pavlov? Oh, I need to get my self actualization. Yeah, mostly through chocolate, but <laughs> chocolate and, and those new Mike Pence memes. That's what keeps. That's what to get me there. Man, we're living in great times. I don't care what they say. So today we're going to be chatting a little bit about uh, some Wolverine. So it's the animal, not nothing else. And the uh, the group of terrorists from Red Dawn. Wolverine. I've never seen Red <laughs> Dawn. Would you recommend it? Absolutely. Wait, what? I never seen Red Dawn. Would you recommend? Never seen it? Red Dawn. No, I haven't. Oh my god, I'm ashamed. Oh wait, no. I actually, sorry. I I saw the one with Chris Hemsworth. Does that count? Oh, it's even worse. No, I haven't seen it either. Uh, Is it, it? It must be politically relevant by now. It's coming it's back be. a little bit. It's gonna be. <laughs> uh, all I know is that Josh Hutcherson was in the remake, and that just is bad news all around. Um. So, to catch to check in with our Logan predictions, since we don't have the box office yet, I think now is an appropriate time to find out who won the Rotten Tomatoes uh, guesstimation. Shall we? Sure. So, Cody, starting with you. Lost. You guessed 90%. Josh, you guessed 92%. <laughs> but the winner, and to where the spoils will go, would be yours truly, Mason Merritt, guessed 93%, currently sitting at 94 So... Nana, Nabubu, if you would be so kind as to stick your head in the nearest pile of doo-doo. I shall not. Because I am the king. I got it. I beat you <laughs> by a what percent. What if it happens next week that it goes down? It won't, but well, this is, this, is the official, this is the official count. 
Unless we want to delay it until when the box office results are made available. No, I don't care. I'm not going to win. You, well, at the current rate. Not with that attitude. It's 198 and one and against 13 positive negative, so who knows? God, that's a, a lot of reviews. Yeah. 211 to be exact, according to my uh, risk calculator. Um, <laughs> and what's it tracking at, Josh? Cause I, I think I feel like we were all kind of off. Like it, it's already made 10 million. You know? Do you do you know anything about that? Um, last I checked, it was tracking at around 65 to 70. Really? That's it. Yeah. Hmm. It might be. I'm pr- it'll probably be more than that. But that's. But that was like a few days ago. So. But what did Deadpool make in its opening week? <sighs> like 135. Really? Yeah. And Logan's gonna make half of that. I mean, it's it's a different type of rated R. Yeah, comedy but, versus I mean, drama. Yeah, no, no, true. But like Wolverine's Wolverine, he's been around for t- twenty years almost. Wow. Yeah, but for some reason, parents are okay with taking kids to see, you know, bad words and naughty jokes, but not you know, chopping off heads and stabbing people. So, I mean, as a parent, I can't comment, but. Um... Well, as a parent to, chill, to actual human kids, I can't comment, but um, I, I guess I can get that, because, you know, shit's, shit's funny, no matter how you say it. It's, there's not, if there isn't that much, well, I guess there, I, w- I was going to say, there's not that much nudity in Deadpool, but then I remembered the montage at the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the pegging, and the, oh, boy, that was, that was something else. <laughs> oh, that was a good movie. Uh, so, to get things started this evening, shall we play a game? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cody, would you be so kind as to choose one or two? Two. Two. You have chosen Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh boy. Who, by the way, I just found out has a is married to a woman, exactly half his age. He's seventy six. She's thirty eight. So, for him. Respect. Mad. Mad respect for Patrick. I mean, well, he looks like he's about thirty eight. So that's fine. Yeah, just about. His head is basically a shape of an egg. It's weird. Exactly. Proportionally, totally nailed it. So, Cody, your films are Conspiracy Theory, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, The Page Master, and Green Room. Okay. I need those again. Um, I heard Jimmy Neutron and Green Room. So, Conspiracy Theory. (laughs) Conspiracy Theory. Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. All right. The Page Master and Green Room. How good is Jimmy Neutron, by the way? It's Perfect. very good. Um, okay, so Green Room is the most recent. Okay. I'm going to say, I keep forgetting the other two movies. Um, Conspiracy Theory, Jimmy I would, Neutron, Page I would just Master. call them option one and option three. That's nice. Conspiracy Theory and what else? The Page Master, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. And then Green Room. I'm going to say... Oh, boy. Page Master, Jimmy Neutron, and then the last one. And then what? Green Room being the most recent. Okay, so your your order is Page Master, Jimmy Neutron, Conspiracy Theory, and Green Room. Yeah. I'm wrong. You're incorrect. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, you mixed up the order. The Page Master was released in 1994, the same okay. year that... Best Picture Classic, Forrest Gump, won uh, at the Academy Awards. And Conspiracy Theory, I'm sorry, keep your comments to yourself, sir. I will (laughs) remove you. 
Conspiracy Theory came out in 1997. Uh, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, premiered in 2001. And Green Room, Green Room came out in 2015. So, all right, mixed up the middle. I hate, I hate it when that happens. I'd rather mix up the last ones. All right, Josh, that leaves you with not yet, but soon to be, Sir Hugh Jackman. It's not gonna be a yeah. night. What are you talking about? He's Australian. No, he's Australian. No, he's, he's Australian. Does that count? Because you no. Mean, no. Why not? Because it's, not, it's not England. But they were a colony back in the day, right? It yeah, so matter. is the United States. I know. We They give us, I don't know, whatever. I don't think they do that. Yeah, Josh, we, tell, tell me about international politics, please. Learn I will talk. I'm going to go look on Wikipedia for 10 minutes, and I'll get back to you. Gord, I know Gordon Brown's a person. Hmm. Mick Jagger is in knighthood, so that's kind of all I need. Uh, Josh, your films are Rise of the Guardians, Happy Feet, Swordfish, and Van Helsing. Okay. I know when two of those are. Great. The problem is you need to know all four. Well, I know that. So you're halfway there. All right, let me think. It's Rise of the Guardians was like 2011. Was it? I think that's 2011. Are you sure, sure about that? Somewhere around there. Um, and then you said Happy Feet. I don't know. Did I? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, and then that was way earlier. That was like 2005 or six. Um, God, I can't believe that's earlier. Like it, that's so long ago. It's crazy. <laughs> this must be how old people feel all the time, every day. And then Van Helsing is super old. That's got to be like over 10 years old at this point. So I'm going to say that's before either of those two. And what was the other option? Swordfish. Okay. I feel like I've, have I seen, I've seen a movie with the name Fish in the title. I don't know what it was. Big Fish? That's the one. No, that's the wrong one. Okay. Um, let me think. I feel like Swordfish is older than all of these. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Swordfish, then Van Helsing, and then um, Happy Feet, and then the other one, um, the same. Guardians, Rise of the Guardians. Guardians of Gahul? You are correct. No, that, that's the Owl movie. <laughs> you are very The perfect movie. I'd like to see an Owls of Gahul, Rise of the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy crossover at some point. We need to make that happen. It's like who needs everything else? You got you were correct though, Josh. So congratulations. Nice. Oh, you're Look at someone's top. Wow. <laughs> Barely. I, I do what I can to prevent him from winning. So I, I'm, I, just, I I'm just I just know things yeah. too much. The Russians I shouldn't, me out. I shouldn't know this many release dates. No. All right, Josh, lay it on me. Bring All right. It, you are getting Mr. Stephen Merchant. Okay. Who I knew nothing about until this movie. So, Who is that guy? He is um, tall and cute. Caliban. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. So your movies are mm-hmm. the Tooth Fairy. Gotcha. Hall Pass. Okay, sure. Gnomeo and Juliet. Gnomeo, what the fuck? How, try Gnomeo. That's what I did. I say you said you hit the G too hard, bro. Oh, Gnomeo. Gnomeo. Oh my god. Like a gnome. 
It's late. I don't know. It's not. It's six o'clock. It's six o'clock. It's, it's not that late. Six o'clock in the afternoon. What are you talking about? Evening. Eve, well, same thing. Well, different time zones and such. We all live in the same time zone. So that that is not a detail that our audience needs to know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate you so much. And your and your last one is the invention of lying. Oh man. See, they all came, those all came out at about the same time. So this guy's a younger actor, so I understand that. Um, so no, I'm gonna start with what was the first one? The first one I said. Yeah. Tooth Fairy. Okay, so that came out in 2009. Because that was with uh, with Dwayne Johnson. Um, Please call him by his real name. Dwayne Johnson. Rock. Co- by the way, Cody, thoughts on uh, thoughts on Baywatch, real quick. We're gonna watch it. Are you excited? Are you looking forward to watching it? Mainly for The Rock, but yeah. Would you rather watch that or Pirates of the Caribbean Five, the one that no one asked for? Absolutely, Baywatch every day of the week. Stop Winner. It. Because Pirates of the Caribbean Five is gonna suck. Just Baywatch like Pirates people are ass pirates. They're not even real pirates. They're, they. Pooping each other's mouths. But it's Dwayne Johnson. So stupid they have ghost sharks. Oh that's, so, that's the coolest fucking thing ever, and you know it. So stupid. It's, yeah, maybe dumber than the stupid crabs from the third movie. Okay, the crabs were a little off kilter, but keep in mind that he was in like an alternate world, so just chill. They um, came into the real world. Okay, well, maybe it's because Jack Sparrow has crabs. You don't know. Maybe it's a thing of his imagination. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> those are deep movies. I love them. Uh, let's see. So bad. So... Tooth, I'm gonna go. So, Tooth Fairy is 09. What was the? Uh, what were the other three? Hall Pass, Romeo okay. and Juliet, and The Invention of Lying. Oh man. Oh man, fuck. Uh, so, I'm gonna go. Romeo and Juliet sounds 2010, 11-ish. That sounds just terrible. Is Anna Kendrick in that? In Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. No, she's in Trolls. Well, same thing. Um, all right, I'm going to go, well, where's Hall Pass going in there? Okay, I'm going to go Tooth Fairy, Invention of Lying, Hall Pass, Nomeo Juliet. You said Tooth Fairy, what, what, were, what was it again? Let me just double check. Tooth Fairy, uh, shit, now I forgot. <laughs> Okay, what were the four again? Just read those off to me. Okay, I'll read them again. Okay. You had Tooth Fairy, okay, that was Hall Pass, Nomeo and Juliet, and The Invention of Lying. Okay, so I'm going to go... I, I, ho- I hope I'm saying this This is for the second time. T- I'm going to go Tooth Fairy, uh, uh, Invention of Lying, Invention of Lying, Hall Pass, and then Nomeo and Juliet. You are wrong. Oh, wreck. Get Fuck. <laughs> Correct order was Invention of Lying, Tooth Fairy, Romeo and Juliet, and Hall Pass. I basically had it. No, not really. You missed like all of them. <laughs> oh come oh, on! Wow. You picked the most obscure movies basically ever. Because these are the only movies that he's been in. Really? Like, what have I, what have I seen him? He's in? been in like two other movies and then Logan. Then why is why is he famous? Because he's from TV. Oh, that's right. I've seen him on television. He's been in tons of TV shows. He was in, like, Hot Fuzz. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to use that. It was too obvious. Sure. Let's see. Oh, his eyes actually look like that? Oh, my God. That's spooky. 
wow, who's a perfect choice to play Caliban? <laughs> oh, man. Does uh, he have, like, deep X-Men lore, that character? I've never heard of him before this movie. He's from the comics. I, I have no idea who he is, but, yeah, yeah he's in the comics. Tell, tell us about the lore, Josh. I'm not in it. But what about the lore? Because I feel Read like the it's lore. got a deep lore. Like Bionicle? How, how does it compare to Bionicle lore? <laughs> Anyone even play Straight up, though, I enjoyed Bionicle back in the day. I'm glad it's was been it, made. They're awesome. Wait, was that like, was that like a, a show or a movie they were like or Legos. game they or something? Incredible. Okay. Yeah, so they just, just had like, like weird faces. So it was just like another like Mega Block Lego ripoff thing? No, it was there before. Rip-off. It was made by Lego. Oh, was it? Yeah. Damn. I think. I always wanted all the Bionicles, but my mom would never buy them for me. I remember there was, like, the the evil Bionicle guy who was, like, big and scary and, like, rustic and everybody was afraid of him. I always thought that was cool. Can we have a Bionicle night on Real Flex? <laughs> yes. Can we oh, just get together is. and play with Bionicles? Isn't there a movie? Yeah, it's real bad. No, like, isn't there a movie coming? Oh, the Galak. The Galak or whatever. That guy was fucking cool. Man. I'm getting I'm getting all misty at over my Bionicle memories. Bionicle nostalgia is that a thing? I think it should. Yes, so. so. I miss my Legos. Why? Where'd they go? I sold them. Dude. Why? Well, I wanted money. How much Not did you get it. for them? I got like fifty bucks. I'm gonna say that wasn't worth it. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. I was not a good trade yeah. on my. I was a stupid fourteen year old that yeah. wanted video games. Wanted uh, the new Call of Duty. Yeah, I felt the same way. I had the same buyer's remorse when I sold my uh, dual disc uh, back in the day. Do you guys remember those? It was like Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh wow! What is it called? Is it called? It's called a dual disc, right? Yeah, dual disc. I have no idea. It's this thing you like strapped on your shoulder, and I would use it to like like whack people when they were getting too close or whatever. You just put your cards. It was completely illogical because like the point of the game is like you play it with another person, and you can't just like <laughs> stand there and then just like you like have to like actually put your cards somewhere so it's completely ridiculous but it was it was pretty cool God. i'm only realizing this year that i came so close to being one of those weird neckbeard guys that like spends their life playing with all their old toys you talking about me no of course not i'm just saying i i came shockingly close to having a, a body pillow for a girlfriend that's it that's all i'm saying and weeb. Not to disrespect anybody who has a body pillow for a girlfriend. Just kidding. You're weird and creepy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> speaking of weird and creepy, in Caliban, they go together. You want guys want to talk about Logan? I do. A little bit. A little bit. I really right. do. So I figure the best place to start talking about Logan is something that doesn't have anything to do with Logan. Because... Of course. That that beginning kind of that caught me off guard a hundred percent. I had no idea what was happening. Deadpool. Yeah, that was awesome. Great. Was that was that like? Did I miss that? Was that common no. knowledge or what? No, that was a surprise. Oh, cool. That's fun. It's a complete secret. It's awesome. But now people are ruining it because they don't know how to keep surprises. Well, so. if you don't see it on Thursday night, then you kind of have it coming. Just saying. Just saying. I didn't know Maybe. about it. I just saw it today. Oh, really? Well, congrats. We recorded this on Friday, everybody. Yeah. Well, way, way to go. I'm proud of you. But, uh, honestly, if that's, if that really is the first, if, if that's kind of like an in, like an indication of what Deadpool 2 is going to be, I'm stoked. Because now that we got yeah, the- Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, now that, that we great. got the 
the dumb origin out of the way, we can, like, just have Deadpool be Deadpool. That phone booth gag was amazing. Oh, my God. So great. Basically, the the setup of it, and spoilers, I guess, whatever, is a Deadpool, as Ryan Reynolds, is, like, walking down the street, and he sees this mugging. He's like, not on my watch, fuckface, or whatever. And then he runs into a phone booth, and he, like, starts, like, you know how Superman runs into a phone booth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rips off his clothes, but he, like... Deadpool goes in there and would actually what it would be like, and he just in this tiny little space, he's like ripping off his clothes and bumping. Takes him like stuff. twenty minutes. Yeah, it takes him so long on one take, mind you. There's no, and you can like hear in the background the guy like screaming for help and being like beat, like beaten up and all that kind of stuff. And Deadpool just takes forever, and then he, and then he gets out and the guy's dead, and he, and he steals his Cherry Garcia ice cream and just sits there and eats it. It's like shit, man. That Deadpool, what a funny guy. He is a funny, funny guy. Oh, uh, little meme lord. I can't wait. I can't wait for Deadpool too. Yeah, what is that coming out? I don't think they have a release date yet, um, but I would guess sometime next year. So hmm. the last I've heard about is that like David Harbor is being approached to play uh, Cable. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, e- everyone's the other day. I saw that um, Russell Crowe was being approached to play it. So oh, no. I feel like they're just going after everybody. Dead. He can't do that. Yes, he can. Oh. Shooting for Deadpool 2 will begin on June 19th of this year and run through September 18th. Okay. It's gotta be so, yeah. Next It'll year. probably be, like, next spring. Spring yeah. of 18. That makes sense. I feel like February would be a good time to do it again. So. Yeah, yeah. Get the year off to, off to a bang. But, um, so, yeah, once that happens, uh, which was just so fun. Um, and, and it ha- I like the, some of the stuff in the background, like they had like a Logan on the marquee and they had a poster Firefly, which I don't Did they really? Yeah. 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 He was like running towards it. It was, it was big as life. It was right there with like a f- bunch wow. of Firefly posters. I, I don't know. How do those connect? Do you guys know? I have no idea. It probably doesn't. It's just like, it's a, just there. Just the thing. Okay. Yeah. Happens. So Cody, you saw Logan most recently. So why don't you give your initial thoughts? Oh, it was really good. It was not what I was expecting it to be. I I didn't know what I expected it to be, but it was wasn't that it was something all right. Yeah, sure was. Uh, it was different than the other X Men movies, that's for sure. It was good. I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Excellent. That's my initial thoughts. All right, um, Josh. What about you? All right, so. Here's here's the thing. You, you know, I, I I feel like I overemphasize some things sometimes. I overhype things sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it again today, um, because you know I can't help myself. I think this is my favorite superhero movie ever made. That's nice. No, uh, yeah. why? Yeah. Um, I just I love this movie. Like, this is it to me. It's perfect. Um. It's everything. It's it gives me so much stuff I didn't know I wanted. Gave me everything I was been waiting years to see from Wolverine. It gave me closure to these two awesome characters that I've grown up watching on movies. And it's just it's a it's it's unlike pretty much any superhero movie. I mean, I I feel like the closest comparison is something like The Dark Knight, not like in terms of like the way it's like the story or anything, but like just the way it differentiates itself from other comic book movies. Um, And just, I don't know, I just, I 
I was like, I didn't, I expected to love this movie. Like I, I, I was joking. Like it's going to be the greatest super movie ever. I didn't actually expect it to be like the greatest X-Men movie ever or the greatest Superman movie ever. I think it might be for me because I was like, I was just like floored by it. Like when it ended, I was shocked. Like at what I just watched. I love this movie. I saw it. Um, I saw it last night and I can definitely see where people are coming from where that are calling this, you know, one of the better superhero movies, because I think it probably is like, this is just, this is like, um, this is like eating, this is like eating nothing but fish for a year and then eating a steak, you know? It's just this rapid, like, change of just really everything. I mean, we haven't seen... I'd say of the big three, which is to me is DC, Marvel, and then Fox, of, like, you know, with the X-Men people, we haven't seen a a comic book movie released on a big scale like this probably since Watchmen, maybe. I guess that's really the closest comparison you can make to it. And Logan is just... It's a... It is... It is definitely... it's It's a breath of fresh air. No doubt about it. Um... I mean, I don't really think it's as I don't I'm not a big as big of a fan of it, but I don't I don't think there's a superhero movie that's come out since maybe maybe The Dark Knight, I guess, would be that I haven't that I've respected more cuz like this movie is pushing the boundaries in every single way that I wanted to. I mean, there's no there's no skylines, there's no sky holes, there's none of that shit. It is just doing, hey, let's see, what did they do in Suicide Squad and Avengers Age of Ultron and this and that? Let's do the exact opposite and make it be just as good, if not better, and show people what, again, again, what what the genre could, could and should try to be like more of the time. And that's not destruction porn and big, giant scopes. It's intimate, small, and in your face, basically, and I, I, I love it for that, the movie itself, I have a lot of problems with, I think, I don't think, there's, there's some scripting issues, and just some action kind of things that I don't care for, and I think could be done better, but overall, I am very happy that I saw Logan, I, I hope, I hope it's, in addition to doing well critically, I hope it makes a ton of money, and, these kind of different, and studios especially, throw their support behind these different offbeat, kind of uh, blockbusters because I think I think this is like the next this is the next movement of superhero movies I mean we saw especially with Fox's side we saw Deadpool and we saw Logan uh, both seeming like they're having a lot of success completely changing it up and doing something drastically different so maybe we get something uh, when we get more of that along the line so I hope I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic so uh, let's dig in um Let's talk about some of the performances, just get those off the bat. Hugh Jackman, first of all, playing this role that feels like it's his, it's basically his man with no name. If I, it's, with Clint Eastwood, he's got the man with no name. Hugh Jackman's got Wolverine. How did he do, Cody? Well, he was great. I feel like he he was, um, the the natural evolution of the character makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. He's kind of just over it it seems like he's over it Mm -hmm. and i think that's exactly what he needs to be like now did you Um, think he did you kind of buy him as a logan 20 30 whatever how many years this is later i did yeah i think that makes sense him acting like he does Mm -hmm. josh oh yeah for sure i just i i thought he was 
I think Patrick Stewart was probably the best performance in the movie, but he's so Hugh Jackman's amazing in this. He, I think, this is easily the best he's ever been as uh, Wolverine. Hmm. Yeah, I was I was worried coming in. I was like, how do you how do you play a character that is this much older than when we last saw him, and still make it seem like it's the same person, not just I guess intentionally. I guess there, there's a way to make him intentionally like, oh, he sound like he's you know, he doesn't walk as well. He's he's lost a step or whatever. That's that's I think those are the easy things to do. But it's it's with the personality. I think that's that's what's hardest to do when you're playing a character at an older age, like um, like in Steve Jobs, for instance. Like that, those those characters take are and those time periods are kind of set in a very different. Like they're several years apart. Where I think. The character you see in the beginning is a lot different than the character you see at the end, but there it is being the little little things are kind of being carried over, and then uh, to to each different phase, and it's kind of it makes it it makes it feel whole. And that's that's how I felt when I was watching Logan. It's like there wasn't a doubt in my mind that this was uh, Logan at at this point in his life. So um, actually, now I'm thinking about it. So Logan, Wolverine's first name is James Howlett, right? Like his real identity, yeah. Mm-hmm. So why is this? Why is this called Logan? That's what he goes by. I don't remember it's Patrick. Like a, did Patrick Stewart call him Logan a lot? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. We did. That's what he's been. He's the him, right? the only one who called him um Logan, I think. Hmm. Cool. So speaking of Patrick Stewart, uh, he made me really sad. He was just like <laughs> the first time he's ever like appeared like an old man really yeah it was it was rough to watch some of these scenes of like him out of his mind sort of having to be carried around just um, a shell of who he was and like obviously he was in some kind of pain uh from something that happened off screen which we'll talk about a little bit later uh i mean damn (laughs) patrick stewart you make making me cry in the club right now seriously he was so good yeah did you was there what what was there a specific thing about about his performance that you guys liked? Just that just caught the, your eye? Yeah, I mean, just the way he plays that kind of, like you said, the shell of his former self, like this old, um, just almost like insane. You know, he's having he just he can't he's not all there. He's like he's yeah, having like, frailty. Men- yeah, he's like, like he's having said. almost mental breakdowns in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not all put together. Like we it's like seeing him in that state as opposed to this you know, teacher that everyone respects and loves. Mm-hmm. And now he's this broken down guy who needs to be taken care of. Like this, it was, it was hard to watch. Yeah, it was. Okay. Um, I guess we'll, we, we can get to a, a mild spoiler here just cause I personally need some clarification. So a lot, especially in, um, uh, scene at the, at the house later on in the movie, Patrick Stewart talks a lot about, uh, some like some kind of weight that he's carrying about something that he did, whether un- intentional or unintentional. I didn't quite catch what was going on there. I didn't understand what they were talking about. Did I miss something, or is there? So all of those um, those seizures that he was having. Yeah. Um, if it happens too long, I feel like I think it kills people. Yeah. Okay. So. It affects their that's, mind. That's what that's what happened when they said about like a year ago. They he killed a bunch of innocent people. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
I'm not. I think honestly, I do think that this movie could have used a flashback. Like if you, See, I'm, I'm actually really glad it didn't because I like that they didn't feel the need to show you everything that happened. They just kind of they gave you a, the bare minimum of dialogue, and they let they let you figure it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. No, I understand that, but just for the from a filmmaking perspective, I mean, this movie is basically in a desert. Like, there's not much green, there's not much blue. It's just it's it's brown and red, and it's you know it's it's very an aggressively looking aggressive looking movie. So to to maybe you don't have to show it happening, but to maybe get give us a flashback of sort of the luscious greens and the the castle at the X mansion or something like that would have been a nice little change of pace. And it, I think it would have it would have worked relatively well. You could it's not like you have to show everything happen, but you could have Professor X in that scene where he's talking about it when he's in bed is like just doing a voiceover of the X mansion and maybe the the debris and what an aftermath of what had happened or something like that. I I could, I could have used a little bit of a a more visual cue. There was a lot to sort of take in with it. uh, The first time around, maybe if I see it again, I will change my tune there. But that was one of the things I was thinking of. It's like, I don't, I, this isn't. In, I don't think this is in reference to something because I don't remember something like this happening. So, what's what's sort of the point? What point is being uh, put across here? I just wasn't sure. So, um, do you think? Do you guys think that would have worked at all? Or yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Hmm. But the real standout in this movie is Daphne Keene. Yes. As Laura slash X twenty three. I mean. <laughs> Maybe it's just because she was one of the only familiar face, like or one of the only new faces, because this cast is so small. And but I just could not keep my eyes off of her. She was, she was a force on screen. She wasn't <laughs> asked to do much, but what she was asked to do, was, she wasn't asked to do much early on. But what she was asked to do, she did so 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 well. And I think um, if I'm if I'm taking part in any women's march, I'm getting T-shirts of her rolling the head over. To those dudes, <laughs> like this little girl just rolling a decapitated head to a bunch of guys, like yes. that's just—I was like, wow, that's that's girl power. You go, you go, Daph, or you go, uh, Laura. Like, I had Oops. no idea. Yeah, I had no idea what what was going on with that uh, coming into the movie, and I was I was honestly pretty shocked that they went the route they did with having her being the unintentional daughter of of Wolverine. Like they used his DNA. It's not like he had sex or anything, but. Yeah. I'm sure he has, but oh yeah, no, yeah, I don't know, maybe not because he has made adamantium. And... Well, no, we saw in, in Days of Future Past where he wakes up next to that that woman. You don't know that. They, they it's implied. Slept. They just cuddled. Yeah, just cut all night cuddler. I don't know, um, but I, I thought that was just, that was, I think that was pretty risky because whenever you yes. decide to throw in the random kid, I think you're just you're kind of asking for trouble. But they handled it really well here because Logan. Yeah. Even at the end, he kind of, he really wasn't a father figure, nor did he really try to be, you know? No, he straight up told her that, though, too. And I really liked that scene where he's like, yeah. you don't want to like me. People, you don't want me to like you. That shit happens to people who I like. So, And she's like, back I guess off. we'll be fine then. Yeah. Which hurt me. That, that, that was, oh my God, that hit me. That's... Not as much as the scene towards the end, which we'll get to later, but... Oh, the dancing scene? When they dance? 
That scene, it, it's Yo, like straight out of Ex Machina. It was weird. Forget no, about me. No, it's something, something I really, like, I, well, she was amazing in this movie. Something I really loved about her, like, the as an actress, is that she shows how much range she has, even if she's not asked to do that much. Yeah. And, I mean, and not, not, not that she's not, like, asked to do that much as an actress, but, like, what her character, like, she doesn't, she's not like the movie's all about her, but she a, plays a big part in it. Um, and, like, she shows that she can be this, like, vicious little animal who will kill you, um, but she can also be, like, kind of this innocent little kid. Riding on the little yeah, that and was, then get that, upset that when it stops. Um, and then she, <laughs> but, and then she can also be, like, you know, like, you feel really bad for her, and, like, she can, you know, get emotions out of um, you, and just, like, she, she was amazing. I can't wait to see whatever she does next. She's an incredible actress. Yeah, and she's only, like, what, 10 years old? Yeah, like, that's if used right, she could definitely she could turn into something, uh, something big. I would like it. I'd be fine if would, they used her down the road. Like when she's yeah, I'd love older. if they. I'd love. I'd love it if they just started making movies about her. Like we see her evolve. Yeah, you know, I still. Into, I still don't think she's a good enough actress to carry something like that on her own. I don't know. And I then think she, if if but if you include, uh, that's a hard sell unless you include another X Man. You know, but like, I could. Maybe, but I think she would be. I think she's much better served being on the sidelines for if she does appear in another movie, being on the sidelines as a part of the team, and then um, maybe later on. I mean, this is all hypothetical. Maybe later on, getting her own because I still, it's whenever you uh, get a child actor, you're just like I said, you're kind of asking for to for <laughs> to be a complete and total failure. So. Uh, I don't. She could probably do it, but it's just a too big a risk. One I wouldn't take. Um, Boyd Holbrook, by the way, if I had to pick another fresh face that I just couldn't stop watching, it was it was him. This guy yeah. is. He's great. <laughs> See the hand guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got Logan. He's got. He's done a Terrence Malick movie, Song to Song, and then he's got The Predator coming out. So. Um, I'm psyched. I mean, this guy, I'll, I'll see whatever he's in. I, this, he was, he really, he had a strong presence in a role that could have been kind of a forgettable uh, guy who's chasing the people that, you know, yeah, chaser think, of the heroes. I, I think he did a really good job of it and was um, entertaining to watch just at the end of it. Yeah. I think the character itself was kind of just, it served the story, but did it, it did all the character required it to do. It didn't really, they didn't try to make him this, you know, you know, uh, iconic villain or something. Yeah. And the thing was, but, he wasn't even that good of a villain, too. No, he's, no. he's a he's a he's a. I think he's a perfectly fine villain for what this story is because this is a more about this is about Logan. It's about no, no. Um, what I'm saying is he doesn't really do villainous things. Like he does he even fight? No. I mean, maybe he fights gets a, other people to fight. Yeah, like he's just sort of a he's a ringleader at the end of it, but he's still he's. I still was like, shit. What's this guy gonna do? Even though he never ended up doing anything really. I, normally, I'd probably be annoyed by that, but just for whatever reason, just because he's a good actor, I'm like, all right, I can. This guy's terrifying. Go ahead, sure. This is this is great, and I like how he was a Wolverine fan. That was kind of a that was a fun twist to put on it. So oh, kinda, I love that whole that whole aspect of the the story. I thought that was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Let's the, talk, yeah. Let's the talk mythology. About it. That's cool. So in this, in this is the. Correct me if I'm wrong, please, but. This is the first time in in the X Men movies that they've, other than maybe Deadpool, which 
privateers and that they've acknowledged that there's comic books in this world. Yeah. That's I love that's interesting. awesome. I I think the way they did I think they could have been really cheesy if they did didn't do it right, but I think the way they pulled it off was kind of a it, it seemed like very much this is after the events of the original movies that, you know, we saw. Um and it's kind of after things had gone down, probably sometime in between the end of day, the end of Days of Future Past and when in this movie starts, and like things obviously went down and people heard about stories and then inspired the comic books. So I think that the way they did it that way, I thought was really smart and it worked. Um, and it, you know, it gave, it gave, it didn't just provide like a, a funny little nod to the audience, but it also kind of gave, it helped, it moved, the, uh, it helped the character along a little bit. So I really like that. Yeah, Cody, what do you think about uh, the comic book aspect of this? I thought it was incredible. It added another um, aspect to the lore. It made it kind of meta, which I really liked. Like, I just I think it's interesting that a mythology has uh, developed around the characters that we watch in these movies. I really like things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm still I, I do think it's interesting, and I'm I look forward to thinking about it uh, a little bit more. But I'm not I'm still not 100 percent sold that that was not that that was it was I think it worked it worked well with the story, but I'm just not sure about the, that kind of attitude towards uh, towards accepting sort of the comic books. I'm not I'm just not I'm not 100 percent sold. Maybe, maybe they carried on and I can get a better look at it, but um, overall. I'm still, the jury's out as far as I'm concerned. But it was it was definitely a surprise, and it was something that was I've never seen before, like a lot of things in this movie. Um, Steve Merchant, uh, we can mention for a second, he was he was pretty good. As um, yeah, I really liked him. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was all right. Yeah. I like and I liked his kind of chemistry with Hugh Jackman. And, oh yeah, they were great together. They were, I, I really liked their scenes together. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the scene where Caliban, <laughs> like, grabs the grenades was pretty... That was great. ...something else. Um, I guess the only character I wasn't... I just didn't really understand was Xander Rice, the the bad guy, kind of. Yeah. The son of um, someone who worked with Stryker. Yeah. yeah. But not Stryker's son. N- no. I'm, gl- I'm glad they did that, because... It would have kind of just been them forcing the whole yeah. William Stryker thing back into it. I'm like, he's a cool character. I love that character, but like, I don't need him in every Wolverine everything. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree with you that it was nice that it's not just a striker, but at the same time, this just seemed like a random bad dude that was just. I don't know if if you're going to tell a story like this about Logan and about spoiler alert, the end of his life. If any, if there's any time to have Stryker kind of make an appearance, his, yeah, have his presence felt in some in some way, I think it would be now. Whereas this guy was just sort of, it felt like a stand-in for Stryker. Well, and I feel like at this a point, a stand-in for something else, you know. I feel like at this point in the timeline, Stryker is either in prison somewhere or dead. Wasn't yeah. he killed? He didn't die at the end of X Men Two. No, he was left alive at the end of X Men Two. As far as I know. Well, at the same time, this is also a comic book movie, so you know there's there are kind of the, you can use the fantastical elements to your advantage and like work around it or something like that. But I just overall, I just feel like it was it was just weird that it was we just got this fresh face who's taking part in such a crucial story for for Wolverine, 
And I don't know if it was, I don't know how you get around that, but it just, it didn't sit right with me. Um, but, uh, Cody, what, where do you stand on not striker? Not striker was just kind of forgettable. Yeah. It wasn't really necessary in my opinion, but I mean, I guess the, somebody did need to be there. I, I don't know. I, I think I feel like you it could really would. Yeah, really you, wouldn't have made a difference, honestly. You could have probably just re re uh, distributed all his stuff to Boyd Holbrook's character because it's, yeah. like, it's not like I mean I could easily see him doing exactly what Not Striker does and his relationship with X twenty four something like that. So I don't know. I I'm not a hundred percent sold on why. Maybe if if it gets explained to me by one of the writers or whatever, then I'll understand it. But as of when I came out of the movie, I was just like, okay, that's. I'm sort of waiting for him to do something, and he just wasn't as interesting to me as uh, Boyd Holbrook's character was for me to kind of forgive. So, plus, I feel like they were building him up to be something that he wasn't, because he was like always in the background. He was he was had a big uh, p- part in the lab or whatever. It's just this is something I think could have been tweaked a little bit. Um, other than that, the cast is pretty low key. It's a lot of um, sort of normal, uh, no-name actors. I mean, this is re- this really is Hugh Jackman's movie, and I think he oh yeah he, he definitely carries, carries this. it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk before we get to the the big stuff. Let's talk about some things that we didn't like about it. Josh, I feel like yours is going to be shorter, so why don't you go ahead? Yeah, honestly, the only thing that I, I really tried to think hard because I really want I don't I want I want to be as objective as possible, but. Um, really the only thing I think of, there's maybe one or two shots where I think CGI on certain things could have been, you know, a little bit tighter. Like what? Uh, you feel um, free to spoil, was, you know? Yeah. So, well, let's, um, I don't remember what, it wasn't X24, which we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Um, but it, I, I don't remember. It was someone, maybe it was X24. I don't know. There was a face that looked like it had a CGI adjustment to it. I don't remember whose it was, but that I thought looked a little, could have been a little bit better, but it, it looked fine. And then there was a couple little, like maybe a little bit of green screen work here and there. I just thought could have been look a little bit better, like just like teeny tiny things. But this is me like really stretching to find something wrong. Other than that, there's really nothing that I had a problem with that stood out to me. Um, just everything about it, I thought worked. So Cody, Dislikes. Mm, it's kind of slow. Yeah, that was one of mine. Um, I, I actually like that, but uh, it just um, yeah, not trying to knock it. I did like this movie a lot, but it just it moved at a snail's pace. I didn't care for that. I just I wanted. There's a lot of them just hanging out with new people that they meet, which is fine. That that scene in the house is really good, but. It's just it goes on too long. Like I get it, you're making new friends, but like I think for I think that you could probably have cut out the first part of like you could have cut out everything having to do with them going to the levee and like fixing it, and then Wolverine like punches that guy and then comes back. Like you could have cut that out and just sort of have them come to the house and like the dad says, "Oh boy, here comes trouble" or something like that, and like. Because then you can establish that there's a pre-existing beef there, and then, you know, kind of the scene can basically go on as normal from there. But I I agree with you. I think I do think the slow pace was intentional. I just don't. 
as far as chase movies goes, I just don't think... I think this one needed to dump a couple of the slower patches because it kind of worsens the overall experience where this it's a movie that's two, two hours and 12 minutes and it, it felt longer. And sometimes that's okay, but other times I was kind of just waiting for them to get a move on. Um... Because, like, in, 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 a, in one of the Bourne movies, for instance, it is basically go, 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 go all the time. But they do stop, and even in Mad Max, I guess if you want to make that comparison, they do stop a couple of times to kind of let the audience catch their breath and maybe get some exposition in there and kind of and a reason to go ahead. And I feel like this movie maybe it made too many of those kind of pit stops where it's like they stopped in, uh, they stopped in, what was it? Like Las Vegas or Carson City or something like that. There's an Oklahoma City. It wasn't even a real. Oh really? <laughs> it's just a casino. Oh, okay, well, whatever. Uh, so they like stopped in Oklahoma City, and then they stopped at the farmhouse, and then they, and then the thing happens, and they stop again. Like you could, you could, you could have part it, uh, could have like cut it down just a little bit because I agree with you. It did. It lingered a little bit too much. But Josh, what do you like about the pace and structure of it? Um, I love the pacing of it. I actually thought it was really well done. Um, to me, I love those scenes, and I, I actually really appreciated how they took. A, they took. They definitely had those moments where they kind of just stopped, had Wolverine and um, X and uh, Xavier and Laura. They're just kind of sitting around. They're just talking, and there's you're just being there and being in that moment. I like those scenes so much because to me, it added more of that. Um, that dynamic between the characters and added more of the emotion and added it made it feel more real. It made it feel it just added so much to me on top of a movie that I already to me already felt very grounded and very um, kind of sad and very um, kind of brutal in a way. Um, yeah, and it's just I like those moments and especially the one at the house um, and that scene where he's putting Xavier to bed and he's like, you should, and he's telling him like, you should, you know, stop and appreciate this. You know, this is a great, you know, this is what life is actually like. Um, and I just, I, I love all those little moments like that. Um, and I think there, I, I personally thought there, there wasn't too many of them. Um, but that's probably just cause I, I really liked them and I liked that they had, they actually took that many opportunities to have that. Um, and it also kind of just provided me with more time to just say goodbye to these characters. You know, like we've been with them for 17 years and this mm-hmm. is the last, this is the last time. It's like, you know, instead of just giving you all this action and, you know, we know you want to see some really cool R-rated stuff that you've been waiting a long time to see from Wolverine, but we also want to give you just, you know, some time to just reflect and admire them and um, say, you know, <coughs> say your piece with them. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate all that about it. Really, all it needs yeah. is about five to uh, between five and ten minutes of just uh, trimming. And I think it would have been a lot leaner and meaner because I'm just I rem- I'm reminded a lot of Hell or High Water. That's the first movie that came to my mind when it ended. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, it is. You know, obviously it's different, but in many ways it isn't. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. and that movie I think just sort of breezed by, and um, it did have those moments where, for instance, um, Chris Pine and Ben Foster go to the go to the casino. Actually, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. and then they just kind of like sit, and you just see the you get the shot of Chris Pine's face while his brother's making hanky panky, and there's you know <laughs> you get the you get the scenes with Jeff Bridges and his partner, and like there is a lot of time, or when they go to the restaurant even. There's a lot of time to breathe, 
but um, I just did, I feel like the it it never overstayed its welcome. It just as soon as a scene started to not not even drag, but just started to lose its point, it just jumped to the next one. And I wouldn't call, I wouldn't even call that a particularly fast movie. Uh, like it didn't feel rushed at all. It just felt like it was it was that movie just felt nice. It just kind of felt like a right pace for what it is. Yeah, and I, yeah. For, and I, That's, I mean, I got the same vibe from this, but I don't, I don't necessarily really necessarily agree. I think it did. You don't, you don't need to crank it to like. I, I think, I think when when it comes to pacing, I think of a lot of like driving on the highway. So, for instance, Heller High Waters, like at a brisk seventy-two, and Logan was at like 65, 66, You know, which like you could mm-hmm. you could dial it up just a little bit and not and still stay the same course just a little faster like you don't you don't have to be born or john wick or mad max or anything just a little bit a little bit more gas and i think this would be a much better uh, overall just a better experience see I, the, I like it because it also ties into like when when we're getting to the action scenes which aren't necessarily like they're violent like insanely violent and brutal and heavy but they're not yeah but you know they're also not in like super fast and super stylized um they're they are they kind of keep in in tone with that same pace of the rest of the movie that's kind of a not a slow burn per se but a you know just a uh i guess you say kind of like a a brisk walk if you will um kind of it's a light jog of a movie yeah, there, there you like go. a bunch of um, like a bunch of moms walking around the lakefront trying to shed that baby weight after thirty three years. <laughs> I'll get it off. I swear. I'll just do a little uh, bit of walking. And then it, then it never happens, and then their husband and then they, and then they die. Then wow, this is a really happy. Uh... It's, it's a heavy episode. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought up some of the violence because, despite what you may think about me, I'm not like a big violence prude. Like I don't. I don't really care. I don't mind seeing messed up shit. It's okay. Not a big deal for me. But I do have a problem when it's kind of all you have. And it's it's what the movie banks on. And I completely understand that after all this time, Logan is one of the more grisly. Like, the guy's got claws for hands, and we've never seen him use them in a realistic way. Like, I get that. But I just, I think, I do think it was, it was too much, whereas the, I think the choreography and some of the things that I like about action is maybe suffered just to get more blood and guts and de- dismemberments in there. Because to come to the defense of uh, PG-13 action movies and is that I think, and this goes a lot to like the filmmakers of Deadpool, like their attitude is like, we don't want a bigger budget. Like after the success of Deadpool, like we want to stay at $50, $60 million or whatever because restrictions force you to be creative. And I'm a big believer in that when it comes to anything, whether it's music or um, or filmmaking or whatever it is. Like, if you take a, if you take something away and force them or force somebody to do it and uh, force somebody to do something, it's it takes a lot of effort to make it fresh. And whereas I think I do think the easy way out when it comes to action is just show blood and guts and you know all that kind of stuff. Whereas say in something like Dark Knight, when you get the scene where Joker is got like he just attacked Gamble or whatever, and he's sort of he's holding a knife to his mouth, and you just kind of building to this moment, and all you see is the reaction of what he did. You don't actually see it yourself. 
and it becomes even more terrifying. To me, something like that is a lot more interesting and a lot more impactful than just stabbing people in the head and cutting off limbs and stuff like that because it it's it's cool the first couple of times but after once you get to the third or fourth time they do it it just it become to me and I know I'm the exception not the rule it becomes a little bit tiresome and that was the main concern I had going into Logan and it unfortunately that's kind of how it worked out where I'm not so I'm not so sure high on that part of it um Cody what do you think about the violence of the movie thought it was well overdue he needed it he needed to let it out mm-hmm. they've been censoring him for how long has he been on camera 17 years so it, it was time for him to I'm, I'm sure hugh jackman wanted to have some more fun doing this movie too yeah i'm sure that was part of the uh the draw you know what i mean the um yeah why yeah, to, he to do something you've yes. never done before all that kind of stuff uh, that too but I bet it was the violence. No, I thought it was um, necessary. Isn't a word I want to use because it definitely wasn't necessary. I, I think it was, but I liked it. I don't think I've ever said Jesus Christ more at a uh, <laughs> a superhero movie. No. For where I'm coming from, like we just got John Wick two, <laughs> and I kind of you know. It's there's there's hitting similar beats, but Josh, you, I'm guessing you liked it, no? I okay, I, I loved it. No. You didn't like it. Got it. I, okay, I hated so, it. Wow, not a fan. You closed your eyes. Okay, cool. Uh, moving on. No, no. What'd you like about it? No, I I loved it, and I actually I think it was necessary for this. Story. I mean, you could do, could you do this movie as a PG-13? Yes. Could you do it as well? I don't think so. I, I don't think it would have been nearly as effective and it wouldn't have been nearly as memorable to me um, and to obviously a lot of other people if it was PG-13. I think you could have still gotten a lot no. of the same emotional beats out of it, but I think what adds a lot to this movie is kind of that rawness and the grittiness and that um, very jaded Wolverine in the grounded world that this is, and you can't do that in PG-13, you know? Um, I mean, you can obviously you can see like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, you know, they're they're grounded for the most part, but there's still there are moments where you know they do feel a little bit restricted, and um, and also that you know the, the Dark Knight Rises is a little pushing reality, but that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. Um, but I, I th- in Dark Knight, for instance, I feel like that's that's actually pretty grisly because you do when Gordon gets shot, you do see his back like explode, you know, and I don't know. I I feel like there there are, like I said there are there are ways to ways to do something when i think of when i think of a, of a movie the how how realistic the violence is or if it if it's that kind of movie that's sort of it's usually the last thing in my mind because i'm like character story plot writing all that stuff and yeah if it's got it's if it's got cool action if it's got this kind of action that's great but does it really I, I just don't think this affects the character and the story as much as you do and that's okay that's you know Perfectly, perfectly fine with that. It made me want to want to eat a hamburger because I kept getting reminded to catch up. But that's you know, not neither here nor there. And, and another thing it made me realize is, I mean, uh, people have always been like annoyed at the Wolverine movies because it's like he's not being used to his full potential. They should make a rated R. And it's like obviously, I've always wanted that, but I I've always been perfectly fine with PG thirteen Wolverine. I mean, they got away with a good amount. I mean, there's an unrated cut of the Wolverine movie from 
couple of years ago, yeah. um, which isn't like super violent, but it does have a little bit more blood and a couple extra f bombs and stuff. Um, but like, it's obviously I've always wanted to see this, but I've I've always been fine with that. But to see this unhinged, just they do not, they finally just let him go all out and just do what we we think he's wanted to do for so long. It just it added a lot to me, um, and like it really to me it helped further this character's journey. And also, it's like it feels like as if like from X from X Men One all the way to what's the last X Men movie before this Apocalypse, all the way to like X Men Apocalypse, or I guess more like X Men Days of Future Past, since that's more closer to this in the timeline, uh, has been kind of just one long inhale. And then this movie, it's just him let it's just a giant exhale letting it all out. And I just and and that goes for really not just the violence, but the char- the way the character is portrayed and the way he acts and the way his story is told in this. And it just I think it's I think it's amazingly well done. Hmm. That's an that's an interesting point. I like that. So what would a fart be? Um <laughs> <laughs> just and there's in that I'm just using your logic against you. So what's a fart? Uh, I don't know. A fart is X Men Origins. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, ah, 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 ah. A fart. Good night, everybody. X Men Origins is not as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah, I, haven't, it is. I haven't seen it. X Men X Men Three is way worse. X Men Three is good. Pretty fucking bad. I hate X Men Three. That's more of a personal thing, but. Hmm. Um. So. I, I don't want to linger too long on this point, but as somebody who is woke as fuck, not just not, I'm kidding, but who does follow the news and like blah, 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 all this, woke yada, yada, fuck. yada, woke as fuck. Uh, uh, I do think politically this movie had a lot to say. And I, I said last week, I only invite politics in a movie if it asks for it. And when you deal with the Mexican border, you kind of, I think you're asking for it, so I, th- I feel like this is an appropriate spot to to give this sort of observation at least. The final act of the kids running through the forest with the guys in tactical armor and machine guns coming after them, I couldn't help but be moved by that, really. And I, th- and I think, um, I think that was, honestly, that was probably one of the more unsettling things I saw in this movie, because it does, like, this movie, I, th- I do think it is, a part of it was written with the intention of having it be about immigration. Whether you read into that, what, you know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, maybe maybe not, maybe this is their intention, I don't know, but for what it's worth, I think that part of it um, was really genuine and deeply just as unsettling as um, some of the head uh, knives and, or claws and skulls and stuff like that, so... Just one of it. Did that did that catch your eye? I your didn't attention? get that even a little bit. I, I'm not I gonna lie to you. Okay. I see where you're coming from. It didn't really just because I don't. I mean, that's I tried to keep politics out of movies. No, no, no I understand. About it. Like I, so, I only I only thought about that just because the the imagery was just so like. Vivid, I understand. You know? just, I didn't. I didn't really put the connection together, but it's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um. It and this and I mean yeah, <sighs> this movie kind of takes a stand, but it's not. It's really not. It's it's. I, think I feel it's like it's kind of a case of it can be some, saying something if you want it to, but right. I don't know if that's necessarily what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I I absolutely agree with that. Just to me, it, it said something, and and that that's not yeah. that's not something I look to. Like when I watched Mad Max Fury Road, I wasn't thinking about like 
feminism and that political <laughs> of it or whatever. I was just like, hey, it's guitar players, sand, awesome. <laughs> Another movie that Darth Vader would hate. I mean, jeez. Uh, Does hate sand. He hates it. It gets everywhere. It's irritating. It's rough. Uh, it's coarse. <laughs> oh, God. It's, uh, those movies. Um, but, like I said, to me, that was that played out like, you know, Wherever your stance is on immigration, and you know if you're more than welcome to be supportive as you are to not, but I think it it should be universally just appreciated that men with guns hunting down kids is just unacceptable, Bad. and it's yeah. just it's spooky because they're just I mean, granted these kids have superpowers, so maybe they do need I mean they do need guns, but it's it's still to me that was like wow uh, I wish the movie was up about this a little bit more, but. Not too much, because again, it's keep it keep them separate a little bit. Uh, I just want to talk. I want to talk about the third act a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, All right. Uh, so something something I was a little afraid of in this movie was because they set it up to be so super kind of grounded, kind of one of a very um, kind of this doesn't isn't really necessarily a superhero movie. It's just a a a, 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 a western that they were kind of referring to it as with comic book characters in it and i was kind of afraid that seeing superhero powers because obviously we're going to see like him with his claws and um xavier with his you know uh telekinetic powers and i assume but we'd probably see at least one or two other mutants somewhere um so when the, when the mutant kids come out and they start using their powers i was afraid it was gonna kind of feel a little silly and stuff and um but it didn't i think the way they did it it was used subtly um and they didn't overdo it and they used it for the right reasons. And I really liked that that's the way they went about it. Um, and also, um, that also ties into X-24, um, who I was shocked was in the movie. Um, and I thought it was a really cool way to not just make a, a Wolverine clone, but to kind of give him a physical manifestation of fighting himself and like some, oh, something deep. I really hashtag deep no oh well, there's also, there's, well kind <laughs> of you what I well, something I really liked is that you have basically two not exactly two clones but two quote unquote clones clones of Wolverine in the movie you have X-23 you have X-24 you have one that's trying to hurt him and then you have one that's trying to help him and I think something there's something really cool about that so my only question was that was and for the record I do think that Wolverine fighting younger Wolverine is kind of silly. It's a that was little... amazing. That was awesome. Yeah. I know, but like, why does it look like Hugh Jackman? Why does it do look like Wolverine? Because it's a clone. What do you mean? Okay, but you can't just dump a Wolver- an exact like replica Wolverine clone onto me and just be like, okay, this is happening. Like, there's <laughs> why? No, there, I just, I just need a little bit more explanation than that. Is all. I mean, it's it's just. I, th- I think they explained it pretty well. Nah, it makes that, sense. It's... For his introduction, that was kind of the point. But... I, just, I just found that a little bit silly. It reminded me of... Uh... Oh, shit, what's the movie? Oh, damn. Can't think of it now. It's like a... It's not a... It wasn't a kid's film. Shit. No, this is going to drive me crazy. But it just... It, that's that came off as a little bit, yeah. It just came off as a little bit silly to me, and I was like, okay, okay that's you know, that's fine, but whatever. Um, 
Like, if you look like any, if you look like just some random dude, or if you look like, I don't know, Boyd Holbrook or something like that, I've been fine. Or just make Boyd, Hol- Boyd Holbrook's character X-23. Let him do both, you know? Let him be the guy in charge, and let him also be the killing machine that only the guy can control, or something. I don't know. I feel like they, I feel like they overall, as far as the villains go, I think they stretched themselves out a little bit more than they needed to. They could have compartmentalized and, you know, saved some space. But, um... Because I don't know, is, is, for knowledge or people who have knowledge of the lore, is Boyd Holbrook's character significant? Is he a villain or something? I think he's a new character from the movie, so. Okay. Well, then, combine them. Who cares? YOLO. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, do you think, I, do you guys think that might, might have worked better? I mean, it maybe could have worked, but I was I can see fine with point, the way. Yeah. I liked the I liked it. I thought it was fucking awesome. Mm. I loved that scene. The scenes yeah. where they were fighting was amazing. I mean, I mean, we, oh, and it just like the way that it, he shows up and then he kills Charles. I mean, and he, Charles. how unceremoniously he goes to. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, this is the most convenient list ever. Interesting movie battles where character fights himself. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, I saw Fight Club on there, so I'm just gonna bail. Nope, nope, no, no. Fights and Term- is, is didn't it happen? What happened? Which Terminator was that? Where he fights himself? Uh, Genesis. Yeah. Gen- oh, Jenny Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Meta reference Wikipedia. I'm not gonna even gonna start there. I'll six hours later I'll be covered in shit and still like oh my god. Um. I I don't have any further dislikes that I can think of. I mean, it was just the pacing in the. The, the action sequences were kind of what did it for me, but do you guys have anything, any further negatives before we finish out our positives? Really. No? No. Cool. So what are some positives that have not been mentioned? Um, the, what else? I mean, I feel like I've covered a lot of it. Um, I th- uh, I, let's just jump to the ending. Wait, hold on. Actually, one thing. Uh, did you guys think this was funny at all? Yeah. I there could, were some, yeah, some scenes. I couldn't, some scenes I couldn't really tell. There was, I just, there was a couple things that I kind of, I laughed at that I was like, was I supposed to do, that? was I supposed to laugh there? Is that my <laughs> supposed to be funny or my sociopath? I yeah. like, I remember the one scene I really liked was um when he was, when Xavier kind of was, we found out that he's not taking his pills. So then uh, he tells him to get him the pills. He's like, show me. He opens his mouth. He's like, ah, that was funny. Yeah. That's the best you're gonna do in a movie like this, unfortunately. But Xavier, sassy little bitch, confirmed. Yeah, I love that. I loved, I loved his kind of old man. You don't even care anymore attitude. Mm. But you don't like mine. Wow. No. no. Wow. Because you are not played by Patrick Stewart. How do you know? That's true. Maybe, maybe this is one big method act. <laughs> Ooh. My whole life is a lie. That's okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. So let's just let's jump into the ending. Uh, um, yeah, Josh, what happens? Tell, tell me. I didn't so, see it. So, after fight, at battling the Wolverine clone, um, he, Laura saves him, shoots him with the adamantium bullet, which I thought was amazing. thought the way they set that up worked really well. Um, and also before they, that whole thing happens, you know, we see the, him, um, take that medicine and that he kind of rejuvenates himself, kind of to give that give him that last push to really just help them all out and give them the advantage to escape. 
um, and him and Laura team up, and it's basically what I was waiting for to happen the whole movie for him to team up with his daughter, and it was, I mean, it was so good. Um, and then he gets, he, you know, gets stabbed, he gets, you know, injured, um, and they have that moment together, and he dies, and I was, I was really, it, like, I was just kind of, I feel like I was expecting it to happen, but at the same time, I was like, I don't think they're going to go there. I think they're just going to, you know, give him a send off. Maybe him and Laura will go off into the sunset or something. But when well, it yeah, happened, I kind of had to expect it. The tagline yeah. to this movie was one last time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. But it's just like, I don't, part of me, I really like, hard of me, which didn't, I like, I, I wanted it to just because, you know, I feel like it would, it's a fitting way to end his story. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want him, I don't want him to die because, you know, it's Logan. Um, but when it happened, it was like, it hit me hard. And then the scene where, and then she starts kind of talking to him. She's really sad and she calls him dad. Oh, like a bunch. That, that, that killed me that, I mean, I could hear people around me starting to sob like that really, really hurt. And then they bury him. Well, to be fair, it was two for one onion day at the movie theater. So maybe (laughs) it wasn't like, (laughs) And then they have the ceremony, and then before they have the cross up, and then they're walking away, and, and then she, turns, Laura, into she, an she turns into an X, and I just sat there. I was like, uh, "That's the moment when I was like, this is a perfect movie. This is possibly my favorite superhero movie I've ever seen." Because it's just, and then they ended it. I was like, I was waiting. I was so afraid that we're gonna ruin this perfect moment. They were gonna cut away to like something other, some other like thing, or like. Or like it would be like Batman versus Superman, the rocks would start moving, um, but they didn't. They just let it sit there, and then they cut it off, and it ends. It's yes. perfect. Yeah, it's, um, it is refreshing to see a movie, a comic book movie, with an ending. I gotta say, <laughs> we don't get those too often. Cause there's, there's, not, there's not a, there's not a comma or a dot dot dot. It's just it's here done. It is. Yeah. Good job. Movie's over. Get the fuck get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Please leave. Yeah. What are you still doing here? <laughs> yeah, get Ferris at the end. If the movie's <laughs> over, go home. Like, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I had this. I had a pretty similar reaction to to the ending. It was just, I really wasn't sure if it was if the movie was actually ending. I was like, uh, what are we doing now? But then, What's next? yeah, he she died, and I think was that all in one take when it. Pretty Which sure one? It was. Like at the very ending shot of like lore of everybody by the grave, and then yeah, it's it's all one take for the moment that. She w- starts walking away and then comes back and then tips it over and then walks away again. Okay. Oh, I just I remember that liking that about it. Just sort of yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's I mean to look at it from a a bigger perspective, it's like the audience isn't going with her. Like we're staying here. Like this is this is actually the end, the end of the journey. Because the movie is basically a long chase. So for the last shot to be a still image of a grave like it's over it's pretty pretty gosh darn poetic if i do say so myself uh pretty good i liked it and then the x turning the cross to an x was like well i think that's a sin maybe it might be it might be debauchery or something like that but it was, no, it was, turning it upside down is all oh, right we, well maybe sideways you don't know uh <laughs> i don't uh, you're right yeah. i'll ask i'll ask uh i'll ask my priest bro guy i party with um but yeah, that was that was pretty affecting. And then it just cuts to black, and it's like, "Fuck you, get out of here, get rack fam." So, very affecting. Cody, what'd you think about the end? Well, it was very good. Mm-hmm. Thought it ended it very well. It wrapped up. It was a story about Logan, and he's not there anymore. There's no story to tell. 
Yep. See ya. Get out. <clears throat> no, I liked it a lot. I thought it was it was a very uh, fitting ending. It was a good ending for a good character. Yeah. Does this technically count as a Wolverine trilogy? Origins. Wolverine I don't. This? I don't. I don't think so. I, yeah. It's very. It's not the same. Yeah. Because they're like the, into the canon. Like Origins isn't even. They pretty much com- just said we don't count that as part of the timeline anymore. Yeah. Just Plus the other. Like it. Yeah, they're interrupted by a- actual X Men movies, so it's like whatever. Yeah, it's it's like, a weird trilogy, but also not. Um. All right. Uh, f- final thoughts for me. Well, give that in our grades. Uh, I enjoyed it. It didn't really meet my expectations. I've had a couple of problems with it. I think the script could have been tighter, pacing could have been better. But overall, if I think if you're going to see a comic book movie this year, it should probably, be this one. It should be this one. And I know there's going to be ones I like more, but I don't think there's going to be one that I have as much of a respect for as Logan because James Mangold is he really he really went there and. I'm glad that he did because it was it was a it was an unforgettable movie I think so Cody final thoughts oh my grade uh I'll go six and a half uh Cody no yeah it was very um it was a different movie it was really good and it was better for it mm-hmm. I enjoyed it I don't know how it's gonna fit into the canon if they're still making X Men movies anymore I don't know but I liked it a lot and I can't wait until. The next X-Men movie. Even though he's probably not going to be in it. I have no idea. I think that, I think it starts filming this summer. Like, these X-Men movies are so low-key. With uh, I think it's X-Men Supernova. To, like, tying into Dark Phoenix or something. Yeah, to, to be honest, I don't really care about any further... Honestly, the only X-Men movies I care about right now is Deadpool 2 and New Mutants. Just because there's wow. something, there's something different. Like did any, with a, did we just do it, New Mutants first class? Do we really need to do that again? Well, because it's just, I mean, that's something. I don't know what that's going to be. So, but I only, I'm only excited for that because of the director. But um, the director, um, the guy who did uh, Fault in Our Stars, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> oh, hey, Professor Xavier. Oh, oh hey, Tom. Oh, hey, Mike. oh, hey, yeah, Logan. For the future, I feel like I just want them to stop going back in time. Just go forward. Stop going yeah, back to the yeah. 80s and stuff. It's like you're just going to keep messing things up. Yeah. And it's like let's just move on from this perfect ending and kind of not reboot it but kind of start fresh with this. Maybe start with Laura and this new group of people and you know maybe find some older mutants that have been around. Yeah. Maybe Cyclops is around somewhere or something. Get James Marsden Bring back, Bobby. I love James Marsden. Straight <laughs> yeah. up, that guy's great. He's so he's fun. Great. Uh, and he doesn't even have to be that in shape. He just uses his eyes, so it's not like he's yeah. gonna be jacked and young. Uh, Cody, great on Logan. Eight. All right, Josh. Final thoughts on the grade. Um, I love this movie. Uh, I want to see it again soon, so I can kind of really evaluate, like where it stands for me but um yeah to me i didn't have any problems with it i loved it i think it's a masterpiece it's the best x-men movie and i gave it a 10 it's amazing well so how does this rank in x-men for you guys um probably number two behind uh, days of future past yeah as far as I'm concerned, Days of Future Past is a perfect comic book movie. So it's really nothing is, I don't think anything's ever going to beat that. Um, and, yeah, Logan's like, I definitely like it more than Apocalypse. Uh, 
but not as much as Deadpool or X-Men 1 or X2 or First Class or Days of Future Past, so it's like, it's towards the back, but it's not, not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, the only one I think that the only one I think that comes pretty close to this is Days of Future Past. Yeah. Um, and now and I like it more than that. So. Yeah, I, I still Days of Future Past. I think it's pretty perfect. It's so oh, good. It's so good. I just uh, rewatched it. It's so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Road cut, Road fam. Cut? Uh, no, I like the original cut better. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen the Road Cut. It's I. Rogue? Maybe it's just, I, I don't know. It doesn't, didn't really do much for me. I also don't like the rogue character. Yeah, so she's, she's okay. She's kind of she's. Weird. I don't. Anna Paquin just bothers me. <laughs> I don't like her. Academy Award nominated Anna Paquin. Don't you? I, I don't. Care. Is she really? Apparently, she got like she got nominated when she was seven, which I hey, think is really oh. annoying. Hey, you know what movie is an Oscar winner? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad for a useless fucking. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Oscar. That doesn't really. It's like putting putting sprinkles on a pile of shit. It's like yeah, it's it's something, but it's not good. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right, watching, reading, listening to. Oh gosh. Uh, Josh, why don't you start us off? Um, well, SpongeBob is on Amazon Prime, so I've been watching <laughs> a lot of that. What else did I watch? What did I watch? Um, oh yeah, I watched the first two Blade movies. They're really good. So yeah. while you were studying the blade, uh, it's a it's a meme. It's a you weren't though. You you mixed it up though. Oh yeah, That's shit. No, while while you were off playing sports, I was studying the blade. There we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Karate Kyle. <laughs> oh, fat guy. He's Kyle Katarn. There we go. Oh, uh, best Star Wars character ever. Kyle Katarn. Uh, do you? What are those about? I don't even know. They're the best games. Yeah. What, the Jedi Academy? Or oh, Jedi yeah. Knight? Or whatever it's called. Jedi Knight. Yeah. I don't know. I still think Battlefront 2 is the best. Ah, uh, it's good. It's no uh, so Jedi Outcast. It's such a perfect game. Do you guys remember when Anakin killed younglings? Yeah. No, because they, they, they stopped doing it. What? No, because they didn't show it. So I don't remember well, it. Well, I remember, do you remember when you began the process of killing younglings and Obi-Wan got super butthurt over it? Wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, the way that kid was acting, not really. Uh, Master Anakin. What are we to do? It's like, why are we British all of a sudden? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Where'd you come from? Leeds? Jesus. How's I was born in the United States, bitch. A lot of them are British, aren't they? Yeah, but they don't speak with a, a British accent. Well, Obi-Wan is. Yeah, Ray's British. Yeah, he kind of does. Like, he still talks relatively normal. I don't know. I, I just, Hello I, there. C-3PO has a British accent. Yeah, C-3PO is also he's the a worst gay robot. character. There's no, <laughs> there's no logic to that. He's just a gay robot. He's gay now? He's been gay forever. Where right. you been, fam? Uh, I don't read into things. I saw Get Out. Um, oh, I love it. Honestly, I don't think there's going to be a smarter movie coming out this year. Like, genuinely. There's, there's going to be better movies. And I, you know, probably. I hope so. But this movie's fucking smart. And to anybody who says, oh, I didn't know Jordan Peele had it in him, you're you're a complete and total idiot. Because comedy is the greatest honer of uh, writing and directorial sensibilities. Because, I mean, Get Out is just, oh, man. It is, I liked it when I got out of it. And since, out. yeah, oh, nice. Nice pass, Mason, thanks. 
Um, but ever since I've seen it, I was just like, shit, that was good, or, oh, that was really cool, or that was clever, or that paid off, and I didn't even realize it. Like, this movie is a force, and it is killing at the box office. Jordan Peele, I mean, I think he's, this is like a genius kind of, uh, a pretty genius screenplay. And, whew, honestly, it wouldn't be, I would not be either surprised or at all offended if this gets some Oscar buzz down the road. It's, I don't it's feel that, like it's too early in the year for that. I know, but it is that good. Trust me. This is, it's one, it's got one of the sh- smartest scripts of, one of the, one of the smartest scripts of the last five years. Like this movie just never, there's no wasted moment or line or anything. Everything is, is, um, it, it's of the, it is like, impor- it's important at the time. It's important later on in the movie. It's just, this movie's a force and I couldn't recommend it enough. This is the kind of cinema people should be supporting, and it's already made, was it forty-five million on a four million dollar budget? So audience are audiences are responding that this is uh, high class, and I'm glad because it's it really is something I've never seen before, and I loved it. So get out, go see it. Get out and see it. <laughs> get out of your house and go watch it at movie theater. So Cody. Well. Did I watch? Oh, I watched a movie last night. Watched a couple of movies last night at work. Um, I watched What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, nice. Which is an absolutely hilarious movie. I was in a pretty shitty mood when I started watching it, but it put me in a great mood. Mm -hmm. It was so good. Um, I don't know how to say his name. It's the guy who directed uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, it's the guy guy who's directing Thor. I loved it. I thought it was so it was so funny. I I can't explain it enough how much I liked it. Then I watched another movie called Captain Fantastic, which um stars Vigo Mortenstein. Vigo Morgan Freeman. There we go. Uh and that was really good too. Didn't he get nominated for an Oscar for that? Yep. Was it deserved, do you think? Oh yeah, he was great. Okay, cool. Vigo's Vigo's cool. He just like he was in one of the biggest franchises ever, and he just doesn't care. <laughs> By the way, no, he's he's great. Side side Mac, uh, recommend uh, History of Violence, a movie he made with David Cronenberg. If you like John Wick, you'll like that. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, have you guys seen that history of violence? Can't say that I have. No, yeah. it might not be David Cronenberg, so don't fact check me on that because I might be wrong. But I feel like that sounds that sounds right. So, uh, cool. Some good films, good conversation. Um, how long until Power Rangers? Hold on, let me see. Because oh, we really... have to see that. Yes, yes, we do. It's so. It looks oh so God. fun. It looks, it looks amazing. So stupid. Go, that, go, that, go, that last go, trailer was so bad. Do do okay. do do. But. but Brian Cranston says, is Zordon, go, go. and Bill Hader is Alpha. Like, it looks is that... so stupid. Oh my god! Well, maybe that's the point. Maybe you should just enjoy it for how stupid it is. That's it, I, they, that first trailer they put out was pretty good. That like slower one with um, what's her name? Rita something. Rita Ora. I don't know. Maybe I don't know either. No, the, Who, the what? Oh, Rita, Rita Repulsa. Rita, yeah, her at the end. She's like, she like come the girls in the bed and she like grabs her out of bed and it's really cool and like that whole trailer was really good like it was like a 
felt felt like it was cool. And then they ruined it with that next trailer, and they're like fighting giant CGI suits and all this stupid stuff. Like, that's, that's, that's what you Power ever watched Rangers is. Power Rangers? Is, no, I don't care about Power Rangers. Oh I was a God, I was a I was a Nickelodeon guy. I didn't watch monster. this monster. I watched Nicktoons. You can watch both. It's not it's not exclusive. This 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 divide in our country has just been going on for too long. Nicktoons and Dis- and uh, Hasbro or Mattel or whatever the fuck Power Rangers is. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be a good time. And just, Ugh, God, it's just I'm I'm sad that they don't have lame ass Billy to rip on all the time because that's still the funniest thing I've ever heard. Is that the, the Blue Ranger from the original show got bullied so hard he quit? <laughs> that's great. Yes. Billy is a little bitch. Hate him. Billy the Billy the bitch got him. Nice, nice. Um, Bullying. And then we got a pirates trailer. So like, cinema is alive and well, with ghost sharks and uh, Captain Salazar uh, and a going to suck. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. So yeah, but we already have the the yeah. vote against it. So. Yeah, Cody. Did you know? Did you hear about that? I'm not. I'm not seeing Baywatch. Why, taking, why not? I'm just not gonna see it. Because it looks like a complete and total waste of my time, and I just so does is that you're talking it about? It looks Pirates? looks fucking better than Pirates of the Caribbean. I know the last one was shit. You I have to admit that. Two, I saw the you shit. know I watched the first one until I watched it for the I watched the Keith Richards scenes and then I bailed. So I don't even know. But the la- the original trilogy, I stand by that is some refreshing, innovative. At, and at World's End is crazy. so bad. You're out of your mind. That movie is. Like two hours and fifty minutes long. Davy Jones. It has a giant <laughs> crab monster, and nothing makes sense, and it's stupid. It is a garbage. They're all not all of them. The first two are really good, actually. But first one's awesome. I disagree, hundred percent. Still garbage. They are so. Those movies are. It's amazing that they got made because they are out of their fucking minds, and I love it. It's so fun. Can't wait to see Pirates Five. Be, yeah, have fun watching that. By have, fun, have fun seeing it. It's going to make over a billion dollars. You know that, right? I hope it's not, not going to. It, it absolutely is. The last two did. did it, even the, the fourth one. The fourth one was one of the yeah. worst movies I've ever seen why. in my people, life. People like this stupid franchise. I don't the know. movie it's was garbage. Stupid, asshole. It's, yes. it's awesome. Did you see? Did you see the fourth? No, you just told me you didn't see the fourth yeah, I one, right? Yeah, watched it for Keith Richards, and I didn't. I didn't feel like. Yeah, it. that movie fucking sucked. Yeah, it well, was it so made one point zero four five billion dollars. Because so. God's dead. Who's right, you exist. or everyone else? Me. Plus, it's being directed by a couple of first timers. So, oh that's, wow, that that's turned good. that's that's turned out really bad before. So. Oh, like uh, like the Russo brothers, right? Getting like a, getting a yeah, big getting. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not wrong, but Russo Brothers did okay. Why can't Joachim and blah 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 running get know. it in? They're they're Norwegian, so they're automatically smarter than everyone else. I don't know. I'm you know, psyched. It, it, I don't know. It worked out well for uh, Josh Trank. You know what? Want to make a bet on pirates? You want to make a bet on pirates right now, Josh? On what? What depends on what it's about. Let's see, I'm gonna say you want to go. Do you want to give it like money or critical? Critical money or not money? Money's easy. Okay, critical. critical because China is going to watch the shit out of that movie yeah, it's for gonna some make reason. A, I think they're... Pirates is going to be fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll, I'll, it's, that's not going to happen. Want to make a bet? Loser buys the winner th- three Blu-rays of their choice under fifty dollars. Holy shit! In total value. Mm-hmm. Want to make that bet? I don't know about that. Wow, I like I'm not, that. I'm, I'm not that confident. 
Fuck it, I'll take that bet. You want to take that bet? <laughs> you take that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, take that it. bet. Let's go, Cody Mason. I'll take that, but I don't bet think it's justice. going to be. Uh, somebody write this shit down. I gotta write. I down. gotta start choosing the movies I'm gonna get for free. <laughs> of your fucking oh my god, it's gonna. All right, be Josh, so side bet. You want to go money or what? Because I'm, I'm confident. Nah. I'm cocky. I'm confident. I'm ready to fucking go. I'm not that confident. <laughs> Being real penisy right now, uh, Mason. You need to uh, right, step back. Fine, Josh. If Pirates makes over $850 million. Which it will. Fine. Raise it. Give it to whatever standard you want. I think it'll clear it. $2 billion. $1.5 billion. One and a, okay. One and a, That's probably not too much. No, it's not going to happen. You want to go a billion then? The last one made one four five, so it's not because I know I know it's going to make a billion. Are you? Sh- how do you know? Maybe maybe because the last maybe one the did. Time, maybe the times have changed because it's what it's a few years later. It's like six years after the last one came out. Maybe people don't give a shit anymore. Well, when it comes out and it sucks and people decide not to see it. Wait, I'm saying it's going to make more than a billion. Yeah, I know. You think it's going to make less? No, I think it's going to make a billion. I just don't want it to. Well, give, get back to me if you if you think of a wager. Then let me know because I'm I'm I'll go all in. I'm all I'm pirated up. I'm pirated <laughs> up, fam. Let's fucking go. It's gonna be great. I be, I'll, I'll say that Baywatch is gonna have a ri- higher Rotten Tomato score than Pirates. Fine, let's do that one. I say it doesn't. All right. You want to make that bet? Fine. What do you? What's what's the wager? I don't know. I don't do this often. Loser kills himself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Loser commits suicide by the winner's choice. On camera. That took such a dark turn. Yeah. Have you ever seen it when, like, those people are, like, being, like, having rope tied around their arms and legs, and then they just pull it more and more? That's mine for you, Josh. Okay. And what... That wouldn't be suicide. That'd just be murder. <laughs> well, let's not, I mean, let's not define things so heavily, Cody. Come on. Uh, no. Let's right. see. Loser... Loser gets a tattoo. Interesting. No. Shrek 2. Um, oh, the Shrek 2 logo on their ass cheek. Yes. Please. Just no, get, except, see it, Josh. Just get except, a 2 with the horns on it? No, no. How about except the R in Shrek is the butthole? Oh, wow. Christ. No. <laughs> I told oh, you, it's got to be an R-rated episode. Fine. What, what do you think, Josh? I don't know. How about just buy one Blu-ray? No, fuck you. This, this has got to be high stakes. I don't do high stakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. What, you vegetarian? <laughs> Get uh, out. <laughs> fine, uh-huh. right, fine. The loser provides the meal of the winner's choice. You, so you ven- Venmo me some cash, and I'll buy myself dinner. How about that? Loser pays nice for dinner. Steak. All right. Under $25. How about that? Low that risk. works. Fine. All right. The bets have been wagered, and I, I will be eating like a champion and enjoying my Blu-rays of my choice. So <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Fuck off, everyone. So, <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, uh, <laughs> until next time, you can follow us at underscore Reflex on Twitter, and as always, leave a five-star iTunes review, and until next time, we will talk to you later. Take it easy. Josh and Cody. Bye-bye. You're going to lose the bet. <laughs> <laughs>